Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams, from the Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia, for another edition of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church. It is always my greatest joy to be able to dive deep into God's Word with you, open up the Scriptures, see what God has to say for us today and how He might encourage us through His Word. If you are looking for more information about Flat Creek Baptist Church, let me encourage you to go and visit our website, Flat Creek Church. FlatCreekChurch.net. You go there, you can find all the information you need about Flat Creek Baptist Church, as well as how to give directly to the New Horizons podcast and radio ministry so that we can continue uh, using this ministry to bless others with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I told you yesterday that we were going to be talking about this current event of the persecution of the church in Afghanistan, and not just them, the persecution of the church across the world. Friends, I don't know if you realize this or not, but there are many countries today where it is illegal to be a Christian, truly illegal. If you are found to be a born-again believer in Jesus, they will kill you. As a matter of fact, there are stories that have come out of Iraq in the last few years how uh, some um, uh, militant Muslim soldiers and uh, tyrants and um, terrorists will go through villages and when they find the believers in Christ, they will actually crucify them in public. And it has led to this amazing uh, scene across across Iraq as as they put the mark of the Nazarene on the door of these believers. And the mark of the Nazarene is the mark of Jesus of Nazareth. It's the actual letter for the Nazarene that we find in the Hebrew to mark these believers. And what it has become in Iraq is actually a statement of faith that for the believers to have this mark placed on their homes because, hey, it lets them, uh, it lets the world know that as for this house, we serve the Lord and we serve the Lord boldly and without fear and we will not back down even in the face of our persecutors. Friends, today there is a, 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 a massive movement against the, the, the church to destroy us. Even John Kerry, the Secretary of State under Barack Obama, President Barack Obama said uh, about six years ago, he declared a genocide against Christians worldwide. And so, friends, persecution continues to ramp up worldwide against followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so yesterday we prayed that we might be bold in the face of this persecution and that the church in Afghanistan specifically and the church across the world persecuted would be bold in the face of this persecution. Today, I want us to pray for God's protection for God's protection against such persecution. Now, we understand and we know uh, that, that when we think about God's protection over us, uh, it doesn't always mean that, uh, that we are not going to suffer. We may suffer in some way, but God could certainly deliver us from that. And that's what we're praying on this end today. 
Right now, the church in Afghanistan, they're suffering greatly. Right now, there are many Christians that are suffering greatly around the world. But may we pray for God's persecu- or God's protection against the persecution. So as these persecutors come against them, may God's hand of protection be upon them. And may God ultimately, somehow, someway, deliver them from the persecution they are facing. So we need to pray for God's protection for these individuals. We see this type of protection uh, throughout the scriptures, throughout the book of Acts, as we look at Peter and John in Acts chapter number five. Acts chapter 5 is an amazing chapter. It begins with Ananias and Sapphira. They lie to the Holy Spirit. Both of them drop dead on the spot. And then we see how people around Jerusalem are beginning to put their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ as the Messiah. And Peter and John are walking in such power and such favor that people are actually bringing their diseased and lame loved ones to lie in the shadow of Peter that they might be healed. It's truly an amazing scene. When the Jewish authorities get a hold of this, they're going to put Peter and John and the other disciples in prison. Now, you remember back in Acts 4, they they did this as well. And in Acts 4, uh, they flogged the disciples. The disciples come out. And what do they do? When they come out, they go back to pray and they ask for boldness to keep preaching the name of Jesus. Now, the very next chapter, despite the efforts of the Sanhedrin, the Sadducees, the Pharisees to silence them, they are still preaching the gospel of Jesus. They're not going to back down in the face of this. Peter and John would even say in Acts chapter 3, whether it's right for for, for, for us to, to, to preach in the, in the name of Jesus, you can decide that. But, but, but as for us, we will not stop preaching about what we have seen and heard. Peter and John, they knew they had seen the resurrected Lord Jesus Christ, and they could not be silent about it. And so here in Acts 5... Great things are happening. There's no way that the religious authorities who put Jesus to death and tried to silence this movement, there's no way that they can stop this. There's no way that they can silence this. And so what do they do? They take them, they put them back in prison with one idea in mind. If we put them in prison, we will uh, get them to be quiet. Now, we know that people are always praying for the protection of the church, and we can believe that the disciples at that moment were praying for God's favor and God's blessing upon them, that somehow he would protect them in this moment from certain death, but that they would continue to be bold in the face of their persecutor. And the Bible says, when the high priest... Excuse me, verse chapter 5, verse 19, or, or verse 17. It says, The high priest took action. He and his colleagues, those who belonged to the party of the Sadducees, they were filled with jealousy. So they arrested the apostles, they put them in the city jail. Now watch how God protects them. But an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the jail during the night, brought them out, and said, Go and stand in the temple complex and tell the people all about this life. In obedience to this, they entered the temple complex at daybreak and began to teach. Friends, listen to me. If if God can deliver the disciples from a prison cell, He can certainly deliver believers who are persecuted today 
from their persecutors. He did it miraculously in the book of Acts through an angel coming and opening the doors of the jail cell. If he can do that, and then there's not a doubt in my mind that God can protect those believers in Afghanistan and around the world against the persecutors who are seeking to destroy their lives. And so today, would you join me in praying for protection for our brothers and sisters around the world? And that in that protection, as they are delivered by God, that as they're walking out, they might proclaim the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, even in that moment. Let's pray together. Father, Yesterday we prayed for boldness. Today we want to pray for, per, per, for protection against persecution. That as the persecutors come against us, that God, you might see us, you might know us, you might keep us from all harm, and even deliver us from the hands of our enemy. And Father, I pray when we are delivered, that in those moments we might continue to be bold in the face of the enemy, never back down, never waver, never be quiet, always proclaiming the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I love you. I give you glory. It's in your name I pray today, the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless.